Hey, welcome to this week's English vocabulary lesson. Now in this lesson, I'm going to give you the words you need to learn for this week from Sunday to Friday about the topic of childhood. After this lesson, you'll be able to speak like a native English speaker about childhood. Are you ready? Well then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. All right. For Sunday, the word you need to focus on for Sunday is playground. Good. Again, playground. Excellent. Again, playground. Good job. Now I want you to pronounce this like a native English speaker. So again, the word is playground P L A Y G R O U N D in English. We say playground. I want to focus on the g, g and r, r sounds. All right. Gr, gr. So the g, g sound. So in your mouth, in order to make the g sound like a native English speaker, what you need to do is in your mouth, you need to make sure the back of your tongue hits the roof of your mouth. That's right. The back of your tongue. So you want to make sure like you're gulping. Yes. So you notice you also hear the sound coming from my throat as well. So it's the connection of the back of your tongue hitting the roof of your mouth. And then also the sound is coming from your throat. So after me, good. And the R sound. Now the R sound is just made by your tongue not touching the roof of your mouth. You heard me right. You don't want your tongue to touch the roof of your mouth. So you're going from g to r, g r, gr, gr. So touch and then don't touch. Touch and then don't touch. So now the entire word after me. All right. Playground. Good. Again, playground. Excellent. Last time playground. Good job. So now that you can pronounce the word like a native English speaker, here's the meaning. It's an outdoor area provided for children to play in, especially at a school or public park. So I'm sure when you were younger, no matter what country you grew up in, you played at the playground, right? You went there. Maybe you slid down the slide. Maybe you swung on the swings. You did many different things with your friends. We call that area specifically for children, a playground makes sense, right? Okay. Now here's an example sentence. Edna's favorite activity at a playground is the merry-go-round. She loves the merry-go-round. I loved it too. When I was a kid, here's the second sentence. The playground near the school was closed for repairs. They closed the playground. And finally, sentence three, most children love to play on the playground rather than sit inside a classroom. Children love to play at the playground, right? So again, for Sunday, I want you to focus on this word playground and try to use it at least one time. Now on Monday, we have another word on Monday. Again, we're talking about childhood. The word is minor. Good minor. Excellent. Again, 
minor. Good job. Now, let me help you pronounce this word like a native English speaker. So again, the word is minor. M I N O R minor. And I want to focus on the first part of the word, the M I notice when I say it, my, my. So what I want you to do is the first position is having your lips together. Putting your lips together like, mmm, delicious. Mmm. <laughs> and then the I, you're literally saying the letter I, I, but your mouth needs to drop. All right. Your mouth needs to drop in order to say this properly and pronounce this properly. All right. So again, your mouth is dropping. So we have my, my. Yes. Good job. So now the entire word after me, minor. Good. Last time, minor. Excellent. Now that you can pronounce the word like a native English speaker, here's the meaning. A person who is under 18, lesser in importance, seriousness, or significance. There are two meanings for this word, but we're going to focus on the one that says a person who is under 18. All right. So here we go. Here's an example sentence. The movie was funny, but it was unfit for minors. If you are under 18, whoo, that movie, honestly, it's not for you. All right. Next we have this sentence. A minor should not smoke because smoking reduces physical growth. If you're under 18, you shouldn't be smoking. Right. And then the third sentence, the nightclub was shut down for selling alcohol to a minor. Makes sense, right? We're talking about childhood minor. This is a word we use native English speakers use this word. So on Monday, I want you to use this word at least one time again, minor. Now, when you get to Tuesday, the word I want you to focus on is kid. It's kind of an easy one, right? Again, kid. Excellent. One more time after me, kid. Great job. Now I want you to pronounce this word like a native English speaker. So let me break down this word for you again. The word is kid K I D K I D. So the first part is what I'd like to help you with the K K K. Yeah, that K sound. So what you're going to do in order to make this sound K, basically in your mouth, what's happening is the back of your tongue, the back of your tongue is basically hitting the roof of your mouth. The back of your tongue is hitting the roof of your mouth, right? But air is flowing over it and out. All right. Over and out forcefully. So after me, good. You can even put your hand in front of your mouth. Excellent. All right. So again, kid. Good job. The entire word again after me, kid. Good. Last time kid. Excellent. Now that you can pronounce the word like a native English speaker, here's the meaning. A kid is a child or a young person. So my niece, she's five years old. She's a kid. 
My other niece, she's 12 years old. She's a kid, a child or a young person. It's just another word that native English speakers use to describe a child. Remember, we're speaking about childhood, right? So here's an example sentence that will help you. The kid got into trouble for painting on the walls of the church. The child, the young person got in trouble. Again, the kid got into trouble for painting on the walls of the church. Makes sense, right? All right, here we go. Sentence number two. As soon as we got home, Jake went straight to bed. The poor kid was tired from a long day at school. The poor child was tired. The poor kid was tired. Makes sense, right? Okay. And the third sentence is the kids were really, they were being really loud in class. Again, the kids were being really loud in class. The children, the young people were being really loud in class. Makes sense, right? All right. So on Tuesday, I want you to focus on this word kid. Now, when you move to Wednesday, there's another word that's very important on Wednesday. I want you to focus on this word infantile. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit longer again, infantile. Good. Last time infantile. Excellent. Now let me help you pronounce the word like a native English speaker. All right. So let's break it down. Infantile. We have I N F A N T I L E infantile infantile. I want to focus on one letter, one sound, the F sound infantile because the remaining pronounce sounds of the word are kind of easy. So infantile, the F sound, just remember your front teeth need to be on top of your bottom lip. That's how you make the sound properly. So again, F good F excellent. So now the entire word after me infantile. Excellent. Last time infantile. Great job. So now you can pronounce the word like a native English speaker. Here's the meaning of or relating to infants or infancy or suitable to, or characteristic of an infant, a baby, a small child, a young child, right? So let me give you an example sentence. Here we go. The infantile behavior of the boy made me question his maturity. He was acting like a baby. He was acting too young. He was supposed to be mature at the age that he was makes sense, right? Again, here's another sentence. Here we go. Sentence two, Susan's behavior was infantile. Even though she was already 10 years old, she was acting like a baby again. Susan's behavior was infantile, even though she was already 10 years old. And finally, Richard and his friends played infantile board games every Saturday night. Again, suitable or characteristic of an infant. They were too old to play the games, but they liked them. Makes sense, right? So again, on Wednesday, I want you to focus on this word infantile. Now, remember, if you want to keep studying with me and you want me to send you daily words via email, all you have to do is go to www.dailyenglishvocabulary.com and I'll send them to you on a daily basis. So on Thursday, Thursday's word is right here. Thursday's word is 
adolescence. It's kind of long. I know <laughs> again, adolescence. Good. Last time adolescence. Excellent. Now I want to help you pronounce this word like a native English speaker. So here we go. So the word adolescence, a D O L E S C E N C E. Again, it's another long one, right? It's a long word, but this word adolescence sense. I want to focus on that sound right there. Adolescence. We have adolescence. And then S C E N C E the S C sense. There's no K sound like normally we have with a C, right? But we have S C, which has the S sound. Can you do that? S good again. S excellent. So what's happening is in your mouth, your tongue, the tip of your tongue is almost touching the roof of your mouth and you're allowing air to pass over and through your teeth. So good. So excellent. I want you to think about a snake to be very honest. It's just like a snake. The sound that a snake makes when it's going through the, the bushes or on the ground. So Excellent. That's the main sound I want to focus on for this word. So again, after me to pronounce the word like a native English speaker, adolescence. Excellent. Last time adolescence. Great job. So now that you can pronounce the word like a native English speaker, here's the meaning. The stage of life of a young person in the process of developing from a child into an adult. You're going from a child into an adult, right? You're making that transition. We say adolescence right before you're becoming this adult. You're an adolescent. Now, let me give you some example sentences. Here we go. Sentence number one. Adolescence is difficult because one is still a child yet in the beginning stages of adulthood. Like when you're becoming, when you're a teenager, you're not a child but you're not an adult, but you're becoming more mature. So again, adolescence is difficult because one is still a child, right? Yet in the beginning stages of adulthood, here we go. You're not a young child. Here we go. Sentence number two in adolescence, many suffer from acne. They have skin trouble, right? And sentence number three in adolescence, many feel alone and misunderstood. They go through this period, right? We call it adolescence. Remember you're learning words about childhood so that you can use these words and sound like a native English speaker. So on Thursday, focus on using the word adolescence at least one time. Now, when you get to Friday, your bonus expression about childhood, here we go. The bonus expression is wet behind the ears. Again, wet behind the ears. Now this just means to be found inexperienced, having little to no experience. For example, a child, a kid, even a teenager cannot drive, right? They're still wet behind the ears. They don't have the experience of an adult. 
an individual that has been driving for years. We say wet behind the ears because you are inexperienced. Now, let me give you some examples that will help you understand this expression. And as you practice using it on Friday, here we go. Still a teenager. Tim was still wet behind the ears when it came to dating sentence two. He is a nice young fellow, but a bit wet behind the ears, still a little bit inexperienced and sentence three, Sarah was eight and excited about cooking her first meal, even though she was wet behind the ears. So you get it right on Friday. You'll be learning this expression wet behind the ears. Now I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. I hope you enjoyed the words about childhood and you'll learn them throughout the rest of this week. Don't forget to learn with me on a daily basis and to get an email from me on a daily basis with a new English word, go to www.dailyenglishvocabulary.com and I'll talk to you in the next lesson.